0: Welcome everybody to some special bonus church jams now stuff. I don't know how we're gonna intro this.
1: <laughs> nah, I think that's it. Alright, yeah. Um,
0: so yeah, we've just wrapped up our As Cities Burn mini-series. But, you know, in an extreme oversight on my part, even though I believe he has been referenced. In every single Acidies Burn I think episode
1: we talked about it in every episode. Uh
0: we did not bring our good buddy Joe Cutler on to talk about Acidies Burn. Yes, how dare you. And so we thought this would be a great opportunity to remedy that. So we're doing this sort of mini series wrap up Acidies Burn after party where we're going to have lots of uh fun stuff we're going to talk about. So, hey Joe, let's do that.
2: Hey! It's How's it a going? me. <laughs> Morrissey. Dude. <laughs> um, how's Good, it going? man. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. To talk oh, about the band that I introduced to you guys and during... uh To both of uh, us. Me yeah. watching Hoarders for three episodes and just getting rid of all of my CDs and giving them <laughs> to you, Josh. I, be like, you want them? And you're like, yeah, of course I do.
1: I do, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> do you and regret I, that uh, at all, yeah. Joe? Uh, I mean, w- okay, so when I listened to the episode that you Uh were talking about like this cd here got it from joe cutler and i was like (laughs) oh that's that's where that went because i was thinking about that i was like i have that cd somewhere so funny but then i remember i'm so glad it went to you josh and not like because i know there was a bunch of cds that i actually ended up keeping from my like 20s, and I'm guarantee you, my wife just gave them all. Yeah, they're just or they're in a shoebox
0: somewhere at the bottom of a Goodwill. But Josh is our resident archivist. He has been essentially since we met, kept
1: in great condition and well loved and well cherished (laughs) for all the years that it has been in my possession, Joe. Good.
2: I actually got that CD uh, from them at a show that they weren't headlining, but they were. So, I saw As Burn, Come Now Sleep just came out, and they were playing with a bunch of hardcore acts. Like, I'm pretty positive there was some Minnesota band called Midnight, oh, I can't remember what they're called, Midnight Suit or something. I can't remember. They did the Macarena as a breakdown kind of thing. (laughs) That's all I remember about them. And uh, I ended up buying that CD from them because I was like, you know what, like, this is good stuff, especially all this like harder stuff that is being played with these guys. So yeah, you just know you got that exactly from them <laughs> from a tour.
1: So. Man, look at that. That's like straight from them. Was that like your intro to them? Yes. Are you listening okay, to them? Okay, so no, not from uh so that's
2: why like um uh, Sunday Love You uh, Your Darkest. Like I had no recollection of that album in my like Early years of A City's Burn, uh, because all I knew was Come Now Sleep. Now, I do recall at that show, they were like playing Come Now Sleep, and I remember people yelling at them, like,
0: Bloodsucker! Bloodsucker! And I was like... You're just like, what? You're like, do they think this is a vampire show? What's happening?
2: (laughs) Yeah. And then they were like, then they ended up playing it as an encore, and I was like, okay, that makes sense now but oh man I just remember seeing it and I was like this is this is good stuff and and now I've just been a lifelong fan
1: now. so so you didn't have like the letdown of like oh Son I Loved You was like heavy and cool and I was expecting that for Come Now Sleep no you just not like, at all oh, this is what they do yeah and like being a fan
2: of like harder music I remember going to uh Son I Loved You and uh going ah it's alright yeah <laughs>
1: And then, but being like, yeah,
2: but come now, and sleep. Ooh, this is where it's at. Thanks. So
1: you're only going to when we go into your top ten later. You're only going to add to our come now, sleep and beyond. <laughs> 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 yes, love there on this is podcast. a couple
2: songs from uh from "Son, I Love You," but it's like the ones where you're like, because like you know, back then in like the early two thousands, like there was like the like delworth's prada had this all the time where it was just like we're a hard metal band but we've got that one song where like the guitarist plays or he sings that he really wants to put on this record and it's just him (laughs) singing and everyone it's so like it's those songs and you're like that's pretty cool yeah
0: (laughs) good anyway (laughs) sweet so we got a little bit of context on you as an A C B fan. So I wanna yes. transition pretty quickly into our corrections and context department. So and updates. Yeah. And yeah. Have, yeah. Corrections so and of, expounding. Yeah. Department. There we go. Because so Joe texted me after our Heller Highwater episode and was like, dude, you guys were talking about the artwork and you guys are all just like, Yeah, I don't know what it means and then you moved on but I know what it means. And so that was really fascinating. Yes. To me. And that's what kind of started all this. So yeah, let's let's hear a little bit about what you got. Yes. So
2: I listen to all of your, you guys are my podcast. I turn on while I'm like printing shirts and stuff. So basically I'm just like, what can I have in the background that I'm absolutely like enthralled in while I'm doing mundane work. <laughs> and uh, the moment when <laughs> you guys were t- talking about hell or high water, the moment where you guys were like, that's some pretty badass uh, album artwork. Uh, and then it was like, anybody know what it is? And Josh is like, "Now nah, I have no idea what it means. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you freaked up, dude. You <laughs> freaked up. I got you. And that's why I text you guys at like 2 in the morning. And I was like, ooh, ooh.
1: You were seething. <laughs> yes,
2: yes. So a lot of the information I got is from uh, their drummer. And uh in his books that he wrote about kind of the the writing process that they did all this stuff when. Um so in one of his books, he they're talking about Hell or High Water, and so uh he talks about who specifically the racking is, and it is the owner of tooth and nail. If you notice, he's the crown is not a crown, it's a tooth. Oh. And the skulls that he is sitting on is all the bands that he just made and profit off of and just let die. And uh and this was like Ashes Burns' final album on Tooth and Nail and they're uh, they're up next coming into it so they're the ones in the boat kind of thing. Now, I thought it was very interesting. I didn't know about the pre-hidden track you you were talking oh. about where you would just rewind back in the negative and you pull mm-hmm. it up. The first line in that is all the music is yours oh yeah which is very Josh, this very is interesting why
0: joe and i were talking on the phone the other day and i texted you i was like oh shit dude like we have to get joe on to talk oh, about this damn. like it's yeah. too cool to like not address yeah because you
1: just yes. hear that and with acb like you assume like he's attributing that like, to like to god like all the music yeah is yours or whatever but he's like saying that all the music is like literally owned by you brandon Ebel, is what
2: yeah, that exactly. Is. And that's what's that's what's really cool about this album is if you go back with those eyes and kind of think of it as like loosely concepted on that like uh you hear breakup like album the the tooth the, and
3: nail.
2: the Cape on Capo with Joan Zetta is like I've got nothing to
1: say to you. It's like ooh, ooh, spicy. Spicy. And Petty also talks about kind of like new artists coming up and whatnot kind of thing. So exactly, exactly.
0: Sense. Did that blow your mind, Josh? It blew my that mind.
1: Is, that is. does <laughs> blow my mind. Josh is speechless. I am. <laughs> but
2: what I, okay, so what I really love about Hell or High Water is like you come from, okay, so the the trilogy, right? You get the trilogy of Sun, I Love You, Out Your Darkest, a band that was coming hard and heavy uh, and uh, blew up, uh, but they lost their... They lost their screamer, so Aaron and Cody were like, "We're writing an album that we want to write." So basically, you come to album two, and as a band that has something to prove, right? As a band, they're like, "We're changing our sound, and we have to prove that like this is good uh, to our fan base, and we don't need to be hard to play some good music." And then you have Heller Highwater, which is their last album on Tooth and Nail, and it's like a band that has nothing to lose because they're like. Screw you, dude. We're done. Like we're not we're not doing anything after this. I think that is just such a beautiful, like a beautiful trilogy, one, two, three, of being like, we've grown and like we're just gonna write
1: what we want. And uh screw you, tooth and nail. <laughs> 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 Which makes sense why like whenever they rebanded together like in twenty eighteen, twenty 20- or when they came back for the scream through the walls, like mm-hmm. why they signed with Equal Vision? Because I was like, pre 2013, all tooth, tooth and Nail was still under Capital and or under EMI, and like they had to sell all their masters to Capital to get out of that contract. But since 2013, they've been fully independent again and have like they've updated like their contracts. Because Brandon does get a bad rap for like how kind of predatory those early Tooth and Nail contracts were in like the 90s and still in the 2000s as well, but like they seem like they've fixed those problems and that they've like become a place where artists like obviously streaming royalties, uh, royalties and streaming aren't what they used to be. Right. Uh, but like, it seems like it's a place where that's conducive to where the artists and labels have a really good like relationship with each other. But it makes sense. That, I was like, why wouldn't they come back to tooth and nail? Like that'd be well, such a great seems, thing yeah, for them to but, do, but that,
0: that just seems like why
1: they wouldn't want to
0: kind of the because yeah, yeah. like, I wasn't as aware of that in terms of tooth and nail at the time but I know I got way invested in the sort of band label dynamics drama with Victory Records around that yeah. time like Victory Records too, kind of was predatory was it, is the Was best. it a data oh, remember yeah. the, like oh, yeah. took them to like Sudom or something like mm-hmm. that? Yeah, okay. a data remember Sudom. Cuz I remember too when the Straylight Run record came out and thinking it was weird that that kind of music was on Victory Records and then kind of finding out later that that was like kind of part of the Taking Back Sunday contract. It was like then any other mm. like subsequent projects had to do, had to come out on Victory. And it was just like yeah a lot of weird kind of shady stuff. But, you know, that just seemed par for the course for emo and hardcore music in the in the 2000s. I mean, it's yeah. easy. It's the same thing as like, I mean, when you're 18 and everyone's like, you should get a credit card. It's just like, hey, we can take advantage <laughs> of these uh, young kids and make some money. And everyone like, hell, if I was like 19 and a record label was like, hey, come record with us. I'd be like, hell yeah. And I can't imagine yeah. being at that point of like, oh, I don't own the music
1: that I made. Like, that's just you so... Yeah, you're not thinking long-term like that. Right. You're like, oh, we get an advance, and that right. pays. Like, I'm making money doing music, so that's fine. I think the victory thing is, like, a good, like, context. Like, shady stuff was still happening at other labels. I don't know. I want to think better for Tooth & Nail that They were like, this is just how we did contracts, and we didn't, like, think about it, and everyone still signed to us, so we just kept it that way. But, right. I, mean, I don't know. It could have been a little more nefarious than that. Yeah, like, I don't know how intentional it
0: was, it. or if that's just, like... I mean based on like major labels and stuff t- I mean that that's just been the history of art and commercialism for all time is a oh, certain yeah, level sure. of exploitation of people that are that do creative things you know and make other people money you know like it's just like I I don't fault that I'm not trying to have like a a takedown of tooth and nail like i'm not i'm not personally <laughs> i'm not personally invested enough to like really care i think that's just like the system in which that like uh those labels and stuff came up like that's just that, that's the inherent yeah. nature of it you know yeah and i feel like that's how it what like like if
2: you know how like marketing strategies in like music like what they were even like five years ago like it's completely Mm -hmm. different then you go 10 years back and it was completely different i feel like contract wise it was completely different and so it was like yeah we're just basing our model off of whatever was popular at the time and then you learn and grow and then you're like oh those contracts don't work anymore
0: uh okay
2: and then you adapt so yeah, I will say they probably have learned from it. I will say that. Yeah. So.
0: Well, this has been uh, the labeled podcast. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Um, okay, what else do we have? ACB wise, Joe, you got any other uh, fun facts?
3: Yes. Uh, uh, so
2: for so on, come now, sleep, Timothy. Uh, Aaron Lund said uh, that their writing process on that was he like is it's almost like inverted so drums came first like aaron went in and recorded drums and that didn't have anything with it
1: yeah i think we talked about that briefly on that episode i did mention that at least for like the long middle part i've heard i've heard lunsford talk about that that he went in and they just like we're like okay like you we're gonna like we're just going to have you record it and we'll play it to however long you play.
2: Kind yes. Of thing. Yes. That's exactly. It. Which I think is such an interesting, like, way to because you usually just kind of write it all together so no, everyone knows what's going on. And I'm like, wait, the drummer just gets to do whatever he wants. Oh, and then everyone else improvises with it. So I am like, wow, that's super cool. Uh, this, the other thing I think might be hearsay. It makes me sound like I'm just going like, <laughs> like, uh, oh, dude. oh, God. Cody didn't have eyeballs when he, recorded. <laughs> like, I know. but like, I think Cody. I remember hearing somewhere along the line that Cody first was a bass player. Yes, and then went into being a guitarist. Mm-hmm. So, like when you think of the lead lines that are happening within as these burn, they're not necessarily like guitarist lead lines. And so what you hear is is those like groovy guitar licks that are almost uh
1: like they just work and they're a little it's weird. But that's why I else. like it, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, and I'm like that's super cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did get a little extra context. There's another podcast called "The Rumors Are True" that he just did an episode with Colin Kimball, um, and it was super good. Listen to it, I did, and it came out like right, like when we were in the middle of a couple episodes. So I was like, "Oh, this would have been a great resource to have," like when we were preparing for this, but just timing wise, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But Colin was saying that the, him. Cody and then their original drummer, I think his name is Brian Dixon, were in a ska band together. And Cody was playing bass in that band. And Colin was playing guitar and singing. So mm. Cody was playing bass in there. But I think whenever they went to ACB, that's whenever Colin was still on guitar, but he went to guitar two. And Cody went up to guitar one. And that's when he got did all his sweet whittlies that you love and know. Sweet yeah. whittlies. Sweet lidlies.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So, oh, can we talk about a little bit You, oh, yes, please. An Acidies Burn poster, yes,
3: yes. For people that don't know, you
0: have you've you've done a a few posters for live shows and stuff of bands that we've covered, but uh, tell us about Norma Jean, August Burns Red, to name a few, yes. Okay,
2: so my (laughs) so I, everyone's always like, How did you do that poster? How did you get in contact with that? and I'm like, Honestly, okay, so. My marketing ploy or whatever it was, I just wanted to go to the show for free. And so, like, uh, I would always make these posters and pitch them to the band first. And they were like, oh, my goodness, love that. Yeah, we would love free posters that you're going to give us. Uh, and then that puts me in contact with the booker and that puts me in contact with any of the other bands doing that stuff. And then I'm able to put that stuff on my site and all this stuff. And, uh,
0: yeah, if you're cool with it, we want to post that poster on our social yeah, media. For so sure. People can see it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Cause the artwork absolutely. is super rad. I love oh, all yeah. the, all the posters that you've done.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I did that poster. Uh, I put it together. I saw her, they were coming to town and I was like, Ooh, I would love to do an burn posters. So I drew that up and put it up and, uh, sent it to, I think I, I just went to their Instagram and I just messaged them and they were like, like within 20 minutes was like, dude, yes, let's do it. Josh, that's and what we should have done when we tried to book them on the I, podcast. Yeah. We've contacted, yeah, you just, I think everyone in that strategy. band
0: and their management and, no one has responded to us, which is okay, because they don't fine. know us from Adam. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't give him a sweet-ass poster design. I
1: know. Kyle <laughs> needs to start making cool artwork, and then we'll send that yeah. to get in. <laughs> All my artwork is so <laughs> stupid. We'll have Joe do our artwork, and that's yeah, how Yeah, it. Joe, well,
0: Joe our do, our our some,
1: do some Photoshop.
2: Photoshop your faces on their album.
1: I'll just send send them them. the artwork you did and be like, hey, we made this for your tour. And they're like, we're not on a tour. And (laughs) this was four years ago, five years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, because I don't think think this art's going to get them to come on the show.
1: (laughs) Bitches, be (laughs) sure. Probably not. I'll I'll get them.
2: I mean, you never know, man. I look at some of the stuff that I did my very first time, and I'm like, oh, man,
0: people wanted this from me. So. I get it. I get it. I mean that's just, just keep dreaming, artist, dude.
2: Keep just keep shrimping, dude. Keep shrimping. <laughs> shrimping.
0: Keep shrimping. And then one day you too could be Louisiana's finest jazz band. <laughs> um, it's all very okay. true. So, Joe, do you have a ranking of the Acidies Burn records? Because there's just the four like of them. Album wise? Yeah, like what's, okay, your, what's so, your one through four of dude? Like, okay. Favorite to least
2: favorite. Okay, so. Okay, so Screaming Through the Walls is number five. Okay. Or wait, four.
0: Because they only have four albums. Yeah, but we've we've included the Hawk Boy stuff. Well, not not in our album ranking. Yeah, that's right. So if you wanna if you just wanna add on to what's okay. your ranking before we get into your top ten.
2: Okay. So my ranking would be number five, Scream Through the Walls. Okay. Number four Son I Love You, you're Darkest. Okay. Number three, the Hawk Boy stuff. I was like super into the Hawk Boy stuff when it first came out. And I Get was it. like, and it was on come was it on Come and Live? It was on Come and Live, right?
0: Maybe. I don't know. We'd have to ask Josh. But okay, do you remember I'm because it was. because TJ doesn't remember, but did Lonely Bones open for Hawk Boy at the door in Dallas? Ooh. Uh, yeah,
2: because we were trying to get that show, too, Yes. As okay. Truth About Movie Stars.
0: Josh, we have it confirmed that TJ did open for Hawk Boy. He did? Yes. Yeah,
2: because uh, okay. Truth About Movie Stars was trying to get that show, too. <laughs> I remember that email happening, and I was like, ooh, things? Because that was when it was like... That's great. Because we were trying to do that, and then we were trying to book Del Sur for something, and I can't remember <laughs> what it was. It was those, I remember I was like, Hawk Boy or this? We'll figure it out. <laughs> But okay, so number three
0: is the Hawkboy stuff, because I, I was like I was ready for it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. What's your what's your second your second favorite As City's burn record? This was the hard thing for for me. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it's really
2: hard. I think these two albums flip for me constantly. Mm-hmm. I did for it's me like on this series. It's like Come Now yeah. Sleep, but then like what about uh you wanna hear Come Now Sleep? But like better a little bit <laughs> like like produced this wise because there's things on coming out sleep i'm like this is definitely in 2007 right but things in hell or high
1: water i'm like ooh. well i think a lot of it came down to like the mixing of it like i feel like when we were listening to it, obviously it was i feel like it was recorded well but the way it was mixed it mm-hmm, yes. does feel more yes. of the time than hell or high water does yeah
2: so i'm gonna say number two come now sleep And number one, "Hell or High Water" because of all the 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 bass licks and stuff. I think those are all right. Give me grooving, dude. You love
0: some sweet, sweet bass. Oh
2: yeah, (laughs) and yes,
1: sweet, sweet bass. Consider Gates as the proper closer of "Hell or High Water" or as a bonus track.
2: I consider a bonus track, but because that's just because it doesn't feel like like okay. So I would. This is my tracking on "Hell or High Water." If if they ended with pi- Pirate Blues, like if they just flipped Capo and Pirate Blues, I would have been like, that was a finisher for sure. Interesting. Or if they threw Capo up in, in the like two or three area, because it was just like, let's get you grooving, dude. Let's get you grooving. But yeah, Gates feels very like, you remember when they would do Hidden Tracks and it was just like... 20 minutes of silence and then some it would go like someone's at the door someone or like <laughs> someone's in your house someone's in your house i think there's a newfound glory like album that has that
0: actually. that's so funny
2: it just definitely feels very we don't know where to put this
1: let's just make it a hidden track mm-hmm. right and i'm like okay okay like yeah you don't need that or they're like apple will pay us a little bit extra money so we can make this an iTunes exclusive bonus. Try. Right. Exactly. Like, we'll take that exactly.
3: Money. Although
0: honestly, I weirdly do kind of wish more bands would do stuff like that. I've, I've been on this real like Ooh, nostalgia yeah. oh. kick of like there. If you look on Spotify and thrice's discography, right between um, artists in the ambulance and Viseu, you there's uh mm. there's live at the Apple store. <laughs> Album, or there's other bands from like <laughs> 2004 that's just like, here's an album live AOL sessions. It's like, man, I, oh, miss, yeah. I miss when bands would just be like, here's an EP uh, live at Yahoo! <laughs> just like <laughs> Rice also I, <laughs> has
1: a live at AOL post Visu, oh, three so songs funny. on it. That's so funny.
0: I love it. I just love it. I wish, yes, uh, I wish m- more tech startups would host. <laughs> Emo bands doing uh, live concerts. Love drug. <laughs> like, live like, at yeah. your local Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Or like Circuit like, City. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's my me without you live at Tesla? Like, where is that? Like, <laughs> I miss that. Or like, like
2: live oh, at dude. PacSun. That'd be pretty... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Okay, so I got two things. Number one, Josh, do you remember... If Hawkboy stuff was released on Come and Live. Because I feel like it was released on Come and Live. No, it was Regenerate. Really? Mm -hmm. Really? I could have sworn there was a link and that's where I got the first EP. I don't
1: think so. It's under Regenerate. Oh, interesting.
0: Well, you're wrong. It was nice having you, but that's going to be it. There goes me. I'm not validated (laughs) anymore. I I win. (laughs) We're just going to delete this. It's going to be a lost episode. That's some classic Josh gotcha journalism right there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I have the information. You're (laughs) wrong. Another thing I was thinking while I was listening to these episodes is, you know how like in the music industry right now is it's very like you just put out singles. That's what you do. And if something takes off, then we're booking your tour ASAP kind of thing. Yeah. And There's something about that I absolutely miss about the whole like being able to put out the full album in and be able to put the vibe through the whole thing that tells the whole story that is able to like we build to this point that happens Timothy or a capo or like the things like that or pirate blues in my that's where I would end it. Do you think there will be a time where albums will come back, like where where they're going to be like you put out an album and it's going to be one through 10 and not none of this like you just put singles out until you have six songs and now that's your EP and you put out 10 more singles and then that's your full album versus like we're going to put a whole
1: concept album out. I don't know, man. We're in a weird time where, okay, so Taylor Swift is doing Taylor versions of all her records where she's like recording 20 something songs and stuff like that. But then I'm not like super into it, but I have like family that are that listen to like the modern mm. country scene. And like people are going wild over there. People are releasing double and triple albums like it's nothing in country yeah. music these days. And I'm like, why don't you just split this up and do like a triple album? Why not make it three albums that you can release one? And then the next one six months later, and the next one six months later, and you get triple the press coverage. But people are like, here's, right, a, yeah. here's a triple album. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, wow. and the I'm in, in pop music anti right now the too. Spotify model. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, That's we so are. Weird. That is in a, yeah, we are in kind of a weird time where it's kind of like an all or nothing. It's mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. you know, if anyone listening to this has listened to any amount of Churchiums now, know that I'm just all about the like 10 song. 35 minute album is perfect like can we just go back to that like why yeah everything is either massive or just like here's a single that has 35 seconds little blow up on tiktok exactly yeah
3: <sighs>
0: so i don't know but here at cjn we ask the hard questions and have no answers <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like nope <laughs> I don't know. That was an interesting <laughs> point. Let's move on. All right, Joe, let's talk about <laughs> your top 10. Your top 10 As cities Burn songs. Uh, you are allowed to include Hawk Boy songs in that. I don't know if I uh, clarified Ooh, that. If I you do not, don't don't worry about it. Um, okay. But I'm curious. So let's start with number 10 and then go well, up. I'm going to start with
2: one. some honorable mentions. There's two honorable mentions that I'm like, Okay, uh, I threw I threw something in my top ten, which bumped these two out because I I was like, ooh, but these are still good. Uh, Eighty four Sleep Dog. So that was dog. in my honorable mention.
3: 84 Sleep Dog. <laughs> <Sheep> <laughs> dog.
1: Oh. <laughs> that's, that's my side project. <laughs>
3: yeah. Sheep that dog, was dude. the name sleep that dog. was
1: like, I'm either going to call my side project Hello High Water or 84 <laughs> Sleep Dog. 84 Hot Dogs. Yeah. This is 84 <laughs> Sleep Dog, man.
0: <laughs> 84 Sheepdog. Dog. 84. Okay, so 84 Sheepdog is not sleep in dog your top 80. 10. It's just an honorable no. mention.
2: No, it's an honorable mention. And then another honorable mention was one, uh 27. Which was on, okay. so loved you. I love that you. one. Just it just hits hard, and I'm like, "This is, this is good." But okay, so uh, number ten, I have Capo because it is just a groove, dude.
1: All right, Capo's my number two. Yeah. Uh, number nine, I have the Widow. Classic okay,
2: because it just it just gets you, man.
0: Yeah. I think I was the only one that had the widow on I my list. Were, yeah. Yeah. That's like the one song in
2: Bloodsucker, because like I had to figure out what Bloodsucker was after that show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, let's listen to this. Uh that I was like, ooh, on Sunday Love You Are Your Darkest. This is a good this is a good song. I like this. I like the build. It was the like, introduction of
0: Chekhov's Daddy, which is Yeah, Chekhov's daddy.
2: Checkers. Checkers, Daddy. (laughs) 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 All right.
0: What's next? Number eight.
2: Number eight. I have Empire. Uh okay. Which uh hold on. I need to listen to very quick to remember why I put it there.
0: Josh, you didn't have Empire on yours. I did not. No, you and TJ TJ both both had had it. it. Yeah. 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 Yes. TJ had it up a lot higher. He had it at number four. And I had Empire at number 10.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Empire is super good because you come off of uh, track one, which is Contact, and then you go straight into that, and you just get that snare hit Mm -hmm. that goes right into that lick. Just that first two seconds just gets me jazzed.
0: For sure. All right. What's your number number seven?
2: Number seven, Lady Blue. Because I like weird stuff in songs. Um and how they did that champ part, I'm like, that is beautiful. Gets me every time.
0: Interesting. Okay. Um,
2: which then leads into the rest of the rest of the song with the full band. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. yes. Yes. Okay. Um, right. number six, I got petty. Petty. All right. Mm, all right. So I'm petty. I'm petty. Number five. Now we're in the top five. Tights. Yeah. It okay. cool. It's a good group, dude. Uh, number four, made pretty, made too, made, yeah, made pretty, too pretty. <laughs> made too pretty, made made pretty.
0: Eighty four hot dogs. <laughs> I love it
2: because my notes are literally just a scribble in Photoshop because right. I was drawn So it's just
3: like,
2: <laughs> uh, number three. I got clouds. All right. All um, right, I okay. love hey, the build of it.
0: Hey, that matches with TJ's number three. TJ, there, you saw gun? One match. Which this is a really funny time to bring up. So TJ isn't here. Because he's busy, but he literally just texted, tell Joe that whatever he's saying right now, I said he's wrong.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Duh, you wrong son of a gun. <laughs>
1: on the yep, third best y- ACB You're song. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we agree, but you're wrong.
2: <laughs> and then I got in the top two, and it was super hard. Yeah, uh, But I ended up with uh, number two is Contact.
4: Ah. Uh,
1: ah. <sighs> uh, we are i'll put that I'll, number one i was
0: three, hoping you were gonna put that as your number i know one. i was hoping we keep the streak but ooh,
2: that's okay dude number one for me is pirate blues though
0: yeah because
2: lyrically what is happening i'm just like this is beautiful this is i've probably wept at that what's funny is i've wept at timothy too i've wept just driving just screaming things in my yeah. car and i'm like why am i crying <laughs> Right. And then I have to look deep inside myself. Which is uh Pirate Blues
0: is the most like cinematic, I feel, of their songs. Like in terms of like story. Uh Wow. Okay. So you flip flopped one and one and two, but you and TJ have the same top three. Really? Yeah, but he told you you that that you're you're wrong. wrong, I'm so
2: wrong. (laughs) I love that guy.
0: Well, Uh, He also said to say he loves you. He said, Tell Joe that whatever he's saying right now, he's wrong, but then tell him I love him. So, Uh,
2: uh, TJ, I hate you.
0: You (laughs) You're wrong about (laughs) that. And you're wrong. You're wrong, TJ. Sweet. That's a good top 10 list. Did you, after you made your top 10 list, did you make a playlist and listen to them? Or or are you
2: normal? (laughs) I went through. Okay, so I went through Hell or High Water. And then I grabbed those, the ones I was like, ooh. And then I went through Come Now Sleep. And then I went through, and then I was like, well, I kind
1: of give the other ones <laughs> some, <laughs> some some uh, merit. Off the top of your head, are there any Hawk Boy songs you would include? Or if not, like what are like just your, some of your favorite Hawk Boy songs?
4: Ooh, ooh
2: uh,
1: hold on. Let me pull them up. There's only 10, which is good.
2: Yeah, I I can't remember any of the names. This is like the point of music. You just kind of started forgetting. You're like that one song, dude. Mother London was a jam, though. Scoundrel's the best, though. Oh yeah, Scoundrel. Forgot about that one. I heard it was Scoundrel Mother London. So, (laughs) yes, (laughs) CJ, you're right about this one.
0: (laughs) CJ, CJ. what are you drunk? What is is happening? (laughs) Joe, I can't believe contact's not your number
1: one. I know. I was hoping it would be. I know. I was so
2: <laughs> I fought it so hard too. I was like, ooh. And then Pirate Blues bumped it out, dude. I was like, yeah, is this better? Pyro Blues
0: is just so good though.
2: Yeah, it really is. Okay, so Screaming Through the Walls, my thoughts on it. I think, okay, so there was such a hype of S's burn coming back around the time. That they were looking to release it, or like even like
1: two years before that. I remember mm-hmm. actually
0: Yeah, because they had those singles that came out a couple of years before.
1: Oh yeah. Well, and you did the and, uh, tour poster for them the year before that record came out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think this was uh I so Omaha is always like that that skip state or like city where they go, we played Chicago. We're going right. to take off a day and now we're in Denver. And so every once in a while, you can grab a band from their tour package and they'll play Omaha just because they're like, yeah, we have a day off. Let's just get some time on there. Actually, uh, a perfect example of this is Chariot's Farewell Tour, Birds in Row, was playing that and literally in Chicago and literally. Played it again. And play, so I saw them, and then literally the next day, I saw them again in a room of like 10 people. <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, But I think that's how I grabbed them on that thing. Anyways, back on track. I think uh, there was such a hype that uh, TJ was back, that being the fan I am of Come Now Sleep and Heller High Water, that I was like, I love... Cody's screaming this, and right. I love that it's not all the time. It's a perfect accent where it mm-hmm. needs to be. I don't know. I just felt like the I gave it an honest listen, and I tried, and I tried, and I don't know if like was TJ part of like the writing the lyrics within that too.
1: I would assume so. Yeah,
0: we kind of talked about that. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for you to listen to our scream through the walls episode because I think you're going right to find a lot. This. Well, it's not out yet. Oh, whenever it's and, out. Yeah. It's Wednesday. It's, it's Wednesday. Unless Wednesday. you're on our Patreon. Then it comes out Monday. <laughs>
2: Dude, you guys don't need
0: my money. You guys are no, going without me. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you tonight. Okay. <laughs> you can listen to it. Um, you guys yeah, talk about because, that, though? Yeah, we, we talk a lot about that. Or, or at least I did. Um, I Yeah, it just didn't resonate as much with me. It yeah. seemed like they were trying really hard to go for it. Like, it seemed like, had they kept going on the trajectory of Son, I Loved You, like, mm. this would be the record that comes out right after Son, I Loved You, if they were still that kind of band. But they did yeah. such a hard right turn on Come Now Sleep. But yeah, you know, there, there's some good stuff on that record for sure. Yeah,
2: I'm just saying, in a record, the whole record in general, I'm just like, Like, I could listen to Come Now Sleep and be like, yeah, this whole thing. And Hell or High Water. Yeah, Yeah. this whole thing. But Screamy Through the Walls, I'm just like, there's a
0: couple good ones. I get that. That's about it. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up. I think this has been our Church Jams Now, As Cities Burn after party with our good buddy, Joe Cutler. Who introduced us to As Cities Arguably,
1: yeah, the the man responsible for this miniseries. That's true. Because otherwise, Kylan and I wouldn't be yes Cities fans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shucks, you 84 guys. 84 Hot Dog. You're the...
0: 80 f- <laughs> you're, you're, you're the... CJ's you're the, 84 Hot Dogs, dude. You're the grandfather of the CJN As City's Burn miniseries.
2: <laughs> well, thank you. I am honored to be a part of that for you guys. Yeah, I'm glad I got a chance Amiga's to talk. Me, just a to random you. dude in Nebraska.
3: <laughs>
0: well, we always love when we have you on because I think we talk about you almost every episode. So, dude, uh, I don't even like you guys that much. I either. know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't either. Um, yeah. So this has been it. Uh, thanks, cool for, dude, for checking it out. May all your favorite bands stay together. Peace out, Monfrayers yeah or uh never grow old and or just like are you fucking with my with my slow end it when it's good that's what i will tell you oh this is- this this stopped being good like 25 minutes ago
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey jammers so as a part of our Acidies burn series we tossed around the idea of creating a cover of one of their songs as an enthusiastic tribute and love letter to Louisiana's finest jazz band. So I decided to whip up an interpretation of Capo that I'm calling a deconstructed cover. It's included here for your listening enjoyment, but it's also available to stream and download over on Patreon. It's a haunted, strange, and dissonant take on one of their more unique tracks. So make sure to check it out, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed creating it. The love I carry made me so unique. There's something new in my chest. It was dirty once, but at its best. The love that kept us young
3: is old and good.